Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spooky Situations Podcast, episode three. So to start off today's episode, I'd like to apologize for the um, month-long um, <laughs> uh, runaway scares of me not being here. Uh, what's the perfect word for this? I can't think of anything. Um, life update, which isn't a complete excuse to why I haven't been here for a full month, and it only explains for a week. Um, I had emergency gallbladder removal surgery. Uh, <laughs> I was basically in bed for an entire week. Before that, I was preparing the Halloween episode. That's sad. Um, so with the whole, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> But, you know, I do plan on still getting the Halloween episode I had planned out. Out? I just have to... I finished the research. It's just a matter of getting to do it. So I promise it will be out sometime before the new year. <laughs> I do have a few episodes that are going to come out within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. I'm going to be off schedule for a little bit. Just bear with me. Um, make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram, and now Twitter at Spooky Situations Podcast. And remember, you can always email me your stories yourself at Spooky, situ- sorry, spooky Situations Podcast at gmail.com. Because today's episode, just to not to really keep it light, just I guess at this point to keep it easy on myself. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about my own personal ghost stories. And let me tell you, I have enough to last me a while. <laughs> um, let me start off from the beginning of myself of how I got into being able to, in I guess, enjoy the paranormal, uh, be intrigued by it, and also being able to sense things myself. When I was eight years old, my father uh, very randomly passed away. I, again, I was eight years old. I hadn't seen him for four days. He went to the hospital beginning to the middle of the week. And late Friday night, he had passed away, April 4th, 2003. And again, I hadn't seen him all week. He went to the hospital. Uh, to this day, I don't really fully understand what was wrong. I understand it was a heart problem of some sort. It wasn't a heart condition. It wasn't a heart attack per se, that that's as most as I really truly understand to this very day, like many, many years later, 16 years later, my goodness. So, uh, I had an experience at eight years old in my bedroom. I saw my father saying goodbye to me. And, you know, for, it wasn't just simply like, you know, my dad came in the room or was just there and said goodbye as creepy as that alone would be to an eight-year-old in my opinion who didn't have much exposure to life and things itself because my childhood <laughs> interesting one I saw just my father's head in like different spots of the room not just like one of his head like popping like different spots no it was like I saw in I mean, near my closet I saw his head near my dresser I saw his head like I saw his head everywhere I don't know why it projected itself like that to me and if there's anyone out there who can explain to me why 
exactly that happened again you're more than welcome to email me spooky situations podcast at gmail.com to let me understand a little better because i'd really appreciate it (laughs) so again i saw his head everywhere scared me the bejesus out of me screamed from my mother crying hysterically and from there on forward i can send spirits very spooky (laughs) yeah for an eight-year-old, at least. Um, I don't really have any early stories. Like, I don't have any early childhood stories. Just, I always kind of, in my home after that, had that feeling of someone was watching me. But everyone's always like, oh, it's your dad. He's watching over you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no. To me, uh, if, I, my, if my dad's watching me, he'd give me this sense of calmness. As I've, I I currently, like, when I get a chance, every now and then, I... Uh, do tarot cards in myself or I meditate to try and connect with him better just because I do have the ability I don't practice it as often as I should but I do try to communicate with him as best as I can with the weird connection I don't know (laughs) but um I I know what feeling my father gives me when he's trying to communicate with me and he and like in particular where I feel like I'm being watched is in my basement because I, I live in um a home with a basement I don't know how else to put it yeah so I have a home with a basement and just when you go down there it feels so creepy it just feels like someone's watching you to me it feels like a man middle-aged watching me it's so creepy I've had friends come into my home where they just get this weird feeling they 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 don't go in the basement i have a bathroom that does face across from the basement door and they go near that bathroom and they're like i feel so weird like i want i need to go to your upstairs bathroom which is way out of the way of the basement so a lot of people tend to use that bathroom instead because they sense that weird feeling i don't think it's evil i don't think it's eerie actually my best friend Brittany, who was on the last episode she i believe it was she or someone else we know told me that it could be just all the negative energy that's been in my home for so long, you know, between my father dying and other, like, you know, negative energies that have collected in the home make their own source of energy, which apparently is very possible, which I find very interesting, which means my home would definitely need to be cleansed, but I'm, I'm too scared to go in the basement to cleanse the whole house. Like, I've, I've tried, I've cleansed my room the most, probably my, my old room, my mom's house. I've cleansed that room so much so it's very safe to be in there nothing of dark energies is welcome to be there and they are aware of that and they can't come in if that makes any sense (laughs) side note fun story not fun story but when i i don't even know how old i was or my brother was my younger brother came to me and he (laughs) swore to me that he heard this he was home alone and he says he heard this screaming of a young child like like a young girl coming from the basement and i was like you better not be lying or trying to trick me or trying to scare me and he swore that he wasn't i think the start sorry i'm just jumping so much i haven't done this in a while it's so nice to just talk about the stuff like the spooky stuff it's fun when you're just so out of it for a while but the start of it all had to be 
Uh, I can give you the quick layout of my mother's home. Uh, when you first walk into the house, uh, there's stairs. You walk up the stairs. To the left is my brother's room. To the right is my room. And directly in the middle is the bathroom. Fun fact, too. Um, back in this day and age, my mom wasn't really known to come upstairs very often. I'm pretty sure it was very early morning. She was still sleeping. Like she was to, known to sleep in a lot. And if you heard her running through the house, you'd hear it. Yeah, that's a side note. So I wake up to a bang on my door because I sleep with the door closed. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? I want to sleep in today. I have something like my brother woke me up for whatever reason. I go like charging out the door, open the door, and him and I are both there ready to scream at each other. And he's like, you banged on my door. And I'm like, no, you banged on my door. Again, it's just the three of us in our home. And... If someone else was around trying to screw with us, we'd hear them running around. There's there's nowhere to hide. Like, cause again, there's the bathroom. There's a very small linen closet that nobody could hide in unless you're like you are three dimensional and weigh sixty pounds. So it's just not possible that somebody else could have done this. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy I'm not recording from there. I tried recording another episode from my mom's house and I just got this weird feeling I'm like I can't do this this is too creepy I I just nope nope no 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 (laughs) so that episode and then I couldn't even locate that episode anymore I tried like going through what I had recorded and it just wasn't there and I'm very good about saving like I save to my hard drive and then I move them into a specific order in the files I'm just, I'm very, I'm very nutsy cuckoo. I'm not making sure my files are saved in a particular way. That they're very organized. <laughs> so there is no possibility that, that files should be gone. But, you know, I, I'll try to be a skeptic for a second and be like, oh, it's possible. I don't know. What not. Ugh, anything's possible. For a possible. I watched Kim Possible on Disney Plus. And I'm in love again. I just want to find some more spooky stuff to scare me so bad. I'm trying to think of other stories from my mom's house. There was one time my brother told me about how he woke up to his bed blanket um, folded on the floor one morning. My mom swears she didn't fold it in the morning and he was using it all night so there's no reason it should have been folded. Here's my theory. I think I don't know if the two ghosts in my house are related, but there are two ghosts in my house. There's one middle-aged gentleman who hangs out in my basement. And then there's this one very young girl, I want to say she's about five years old, who lives in my brother's room. Because even when you walk out my mom's house, you just, even with his blinds closed, you feel like someone's watching you leave. It's so freaking creepy. I hate it. I'm so glad I'm... (laughs) I'm so glad I don't stay there that often anymore because just, oh my gosh. Uh, Other spooky stuff. I currently live with my boyfriend and his father passed when he was young, like many, many years ago his father passed. And actually his mother passed four or five years ago, something like that. So I did... A tarot card reading for a friend of his in my in his living room when he was asleep. I this particular day I bought an angel or quartz stone because I was directed to it after I picked up the tarot cards. I was like, oh, this stone is so pretty. 
I feel good energy coming from it. I want it. I looked it up afterwards. It was angel aura course. It's supposed to help you with like mediumship and all that stuff. So I was like, this is a sign. I have to buy it. And I got it. And I just, when my boyfriend was asleep, I got these signs that were pointing to things about his father. And I'm like, okay, I think his father is still around. When I started staying here more often, he found his father's handkerchief and left it on his father's old dresser. And I just got this immediate feeling like it made him present. And I, <laughs> I actually moved it off the dresser because I was like, I want nothing to do with this. No disrespect to your father, but I don't want him around <laughs> like that. I'm just, because I'm so inexperienced and still so out of the loop and out of practice some of the paranormal world does still scare me so I'm hoping one day that if I keep practicing it won't scare me as much but I'm not holding myself to that very much another fun fact not fun fact I'm sorry I'm just I'm so drained from this whole week oh my gosh um fun story when uh, recently I did another tarot card reading for mostly for myself them for my boyfriend and for his friends that were hanging out with us and just so much was coming through my father came through very easily with the tarot cards saying that i need to keep practicing and then he'll be able to communicate with me better which is every reading i've ever gotten for the last i think four years at this point um i tried coming through to his father his father at the, that very moment wasn't very present but he is around in where he lives which i found very interesting and I tried reaching out to his mother because she passed on most recently and I was very curious to why she doesn't come through. And to my understanding that she has passed on, but that she lives, her spirit itself is still in this world because her children still are living, which I found very beautiful. It was very sweet. Um, and by, by this time I was so exhausted because I did so much of reading. By the time I got to his friend, apparently she states that what I, the reading I gave was very clear that it was her grandmother or something like that, but I don't remember exactly what it was because at that point I was very exhausted because doing readings can make you exhausted, which is another reason why I need to practice more often because I don't want to get that tired from doing readings. Really the only people in my life who have actual stories, um are just me and my brother and my, my friend Brittany. That's really it because my mom, I don't think that, that she doesn't believe in it. It's just that she maybe isn't as sensitive as my brother and I. So they don't interact with her, I guess, at all or that much. Because fun fact, I found out from a cousin on my father's side that there might be some mediumship on my father's side between my great-grandmother and some other people on my father's side so i'm starting to figure out that it's a genetic thing or not genetic but just like it's in my family which is like that's it makes so much more sense to why my brother and i are much more sensitive than she is not that he's as sensitive as i am because he doesn't practice it but you know you do what you want to do you don't want to practice it fine but i don't care i really don't so hopefully we can get some stories real good because actually you know what i want to locate this email because i actually had this email i sent to the long island paranormal investigation team and they wanted to investigate my mom's home that is how creepy my mom's house is so give me a moment i found the original email i sent to them back in 
2000, let me be able to find this. Wow, 2016. <laughs> okay, let's read this original email. Okay, so it's like, the person claims to be experiencing the following activity. Strange sounds, yes. Doors open and close, yes. Um, things moving, yes. Seeing shadows, yes. Other, yes. <laughs> if other, describe it as, I will walk into my basement and you just get this eerie feeling someone is watching you. Uh, this claim's been going on for seven to eight years. Yeah, it's about that. Do they feel threatened, unsafe by the activity? No. And in comments below. First, I feel like the spirit is connected to the basement. You feel his presence is... You feel his presence is felt and noticed. My... This is... Oh my god, this is so long ago. My boyfriend's sister went into the basement. She had felt like someone was sitting on her chest. This has only happened the two times she has been willing to go in my basement. My boyfriend's sister and I were in my home talking about religion and blessing cross necklaces when my cell phone had said shut up in Greek, which is skase. I'll hear doors slamming without a draft or window or what sounds like books falling over, but nothing has fallen over. My younger brother has expressed how he woke up one morning and his blanket was on the floor folded perfectly. My mother nor myself folded it. My brother lives right across the hall from me. I once woke up one morning to a slam on my door and immediately ran out thinking of my brother. He came out because the same thing happened to him at the same time. My mother was still asleep. When you stand outside my house, you feel like someone is staring at you from the inside the house, even if no one is home. And finally, my brother has expressed how he was home alone and he heard a young girl screaming in the basement. And I actually got an email back. And I need to read to you what they said because it didn't take long for them to email me. Dear... Ms. DeSantis, thank you for contacting the Long Island Paranormal Investigators regarding your claims of possible paranormal activity. Our first priority is helping people understand and cope with the unexplained phenomena that w could be occurring. What I'd like for you to do is fill out the pre-attached pre-investigation questionnaire. This is so that we can get as much information as possible to better prepare for your particular case and tailor to it to what your particular local locale needs. Once we receive... The completed questionnaire, we can start looking up the dates and set up the investigation. We usually schedule investigations on weekends as it seems to fit work schedules more readily. Investigations can run from four to six hours depending on how much activity is to be present. We take our investigative investigative work with the mo with I can't read today, sorry. With the utmost seriousness, investigations entail hours of analysis on video including but not limited to video, audio, and photographic work. Also, various devices are used to measure different levels in the home or business. Upon completion of the investigation, we must analyze all results. Please take note that the process takes considerable time and resources on our part. Due to this, we ask that clients do keep their best to keep their appointments and request our services when they seriously desire our investigative work. We understand that many people have started watching paranormal television shows over the last few years and have found fascination with it. We only ask that our clients remember that we are real people and not a private television show. Please treat us accordingly. In return, we promise to do our best by you, our important clients. What we'd like to do in the meantime is to start keeping a simple log of activity taking place. The reason we ask, is, ask everyone to do this is to see if there's any possible pattern to the activity. If you have any further questions, please don't hesitate to email us again um, to fill out the questionnaire. And that was by the case manager, actually. One of 
three or four, actually. Yeah, so that's insane that they actually responded, that my case seemed enough for them to want to respond. <laughs> now I bet you're wondering, like, oh, Christina, you contacted the paranormal investigation team. You, they must have came in and you must have gotten a, a response of some sort. Nope. Wasn't my home. My mother would not let me have them come investigate. I mean, I don't blame her. Having a bunch of strangers come in the home seems a little sketchy, sketchy. So, that didn't happen. I'm really pissed off that it didn't happen because, oh my gosh, it would have been so awesome to finally prove that there's something creepy in my home. But yeah, <laughs> I freaking hate the paranormal activity in my mom's house because it's so unexplainable because I don't want to communicate with it. I really, really don't because that's what you, you don't do that. You don't communicate with the unknown like that because then you might just be welcoming in things that you don't want to welcome in. So like I previously stated, um, the things that I said on here before were basically identical to very similar to the things that I sent via email. Nothing much has really changed. Um, when I've been in my mom's house recently, it feels weird because it doesn't feel any sort of negative energy, but it can't follow me, which is an even more wonderful feeling. <laughs> but it doesn't really help the fact that my boyfriend's dead family is somewhat lingering, and I don't know why. And I feel the need to try and find out. Last night, I was at a friend's house. They moved into this um, basement apartment. And it's a very small layout, even though, like, the bedroom itself is huge. I got this really weird, like, I closed my eyes and I just saw this young girl, like, somewhere between, like, four to six years old. She had bright red hair, not, like, ginger red, but, like, red, like, the color red hair in pigtails. She was in this, like, a porcelain colored dress with like pink dots on it she was walking down the stairs and walked into the bedroom and it was kind of like you know at first I felt like you know come play with me come play with me and then as the night went on I ignored it continually she was kind of more like okay please go home I'm very tired I want to go to bed it was so creepy I didn't say anything to my friend because she just moved in earlier this month and I didn't want to spook her after you know not being there very long <laughs> and just I don't know how to tell someone that like by the way I sense a dead a dead body here or something I don't know like how do you tell someone that and it's like I'm not your realtor I, I, I have no obligation to tell you that I sense things I don't think she even knows that I can sense these things so that's just a whole other conversation I really just don't want to have <laughs> yeah I sense these things, which is why I'm interested in the paranormal world, um, why I'm interested in, you know, haunting videos, uh, TV shows. I've been so interested in criminal, like, like shows my entire life, you know, Snapped, uh, the ID show, what's it called, something, um, something Discovery, oh my gosh, I just watched it last night. I'm, I'm blanking, oh my gosh, sorry guys, but... I've been into these kind of crime shows my entire life. So I feel like in some weird full circle swing thing that it's all interconnected. That 
there's a reason why I'm into all these things, which is, and then leads back to why I can sense them all now. Um, so as I continue to practice, not that I'm going to have any updates with, about this for a while, but as I continue to, to practice my own abilities, I should hopefully be able to do this a lot more easily. I mean, by that, by that, I mean, you know, tarot card readings, just readings in general, hopefully. I've done some readings with Brittany. Like, I was with, by myself, I couldn't do it, really. With her, I felt a connection enough to be able to understand and sense better. So, hopefully, one day I'll be able to give you guys an update, be like, okay, this is what's been going on, this is what I did, and this is what I'm sensing, and that'd be great. Eventually, Brittany will come back on the episode. I'm sorry. Ugh, oh my goodness. Eventually, Brittany will come back on the podcast. She'll give me a live reading, which will be awesome. I haven't had a reading from her in years, I don't think. Um, future episode topics coming up soon. Uh, we are going to be talking about urban legends, um, haunted colleges. I have researched. Uh, we're going to have a haunted Thanksgiving episode. Hope around when thanksgiving comes out i'm so backed up i'm so sorry guys just bear with me i'm gonna have more episodes coming out soon and just again if you ever have any spooky stories yourself email them at spooky situations podcast at gmail.com um i am on instagram and twitter at spooky situations podcast I haven't been posting because I haven't, especially again, this week was terrible, but now that I am back in the swing of things, hopefully I'll have a new episode back real soon, so stay tuned, stay connected, stay spooky, and have a very wonderful day, evening, afternoon, whenever you are listening, just stay spooky.